Let's get back to the action on the Keystone Kickoff Show. Brought to you by the Keystone Sports Network. Get the best Penn State sports news and analysis at KeystoneSportsNetwork.com or download the Keystone Sports app from your smartphone. And welcome back to the Keystone Kickoff Show. I'm Jim Galante. I'm with Ross Tucker. And it's time for Ask Ross. This is where we take your questions for Ross. And then the best question wins the KSN Polo. And if you want to submit a question for Ross, really easy. Just download our app. And yes, the app is back up on the on your app store. Not a problem anymore. You can find it. And just search on Keystone Sports. Ross, are you ready for our questions? Always. All right, let's start with David in Lancaster who says, Ross, what's the potential impact for Clifford with this year being the first year he's had the same offensive coordinator in back-to-back years? That that should certainly help. Um, There's no question that should help. Um, Although, you know, it seems like every year when they switched offensive coordinators, we would talk about the fact that, well, this guy is really impressive, and look what he did at Minnesota, or look what he did at Texas and Ohio State. So I guess that kind of goes both ways. But most players, most quarterbacks would tell you they'd rather have that continuity. You know, they'd rather have that familiarity and comfort level. It's like anything else, Jim. I'm more comfortable doing this show with you now that we've been doing it for years than I was when we first started doing it, right? Or you're more comfortable talking with your wife on the phone after you've been dating her for six months or a year than you were the first couple times where you like wrote notes down so you knew what to talk about with her, right? So that, um, it's like anything else, you get more comfortable the more familiar you are with somebody. So it should absolutely benefit him. That's a good question. You know what's interesting, Jim? I think Sean Clifford made a really smart decision because I don't think he's a professional quarterback. I don't think he's going to make it in the NFL. So he's going to get, I don't know, over $100,000 probably in NIL stuff, being Penn State's starting quarterback this year. He should milk that for everything he can, all the social media stuff, any appearances he can do, any Penn State alums he can meet. I think it was a very smart business decision for Sean Clifford to come back to Penn State. I also think he should align himself with the young quarterbacks, make sure he mentors them, so whichever one succeeds, they'll say, you know what, that Sean Clifford really helped me, and that'll help (laughs) Sean Clifford get a coaching job in the game. And by the way, I think if we want Sean Clifford to improve – Continuity and coaching is important, but how about a better offensive line? That would help as well. Yeah, that would help. Just suggesting that. Those two things might go together, by the way. (laughs) It'll be interesting to see. We know that. Uh, Let's go to Steve in Huntington Valley who says, Hey, Jim and Ross, as we move through spring, I'm most interested in the development of both lines, especially the younger offensive linemen. My question for Ross is, given the sheer size of today's players, how hard is it to put on and maintain the weight-slash-muscle needed to play the offensive line in a big-time program or the NFL? And then how hard is it to get back to normal civilian weight once their playing career is over? Is the gaining or losing weight more challenging? This is a perfect question for you, Ross. Yeah, so there's really – There's really, I would say, maybe three different types of guys. 
okay? There's the guys that are naturally really big and their body wants to be big and they almost have to work to keep the weight down. Then there's the guys who have a faster metabolism, who have a tough time weighing what they want to weigh, you know, whether it's 290, 300, 310, and they have to be purposeful with it, meaning at night, you know, I know multiple guys that at night would get up at 2 a.m. and eat more eggs or eat more pineapple or whatever it was, again, at 5 a.m., like it, it almost becomes a chore. So there's those kind of guys. And then there are some guys, believe it or not, that it's kind of natural for them. You know, it's kind of natural for them to be around 300 pounds. They don't really have to work to gain weight. They don't really have to work to lose weight. They're kind of, that's just kind of where they are. Um, what I've noticed is the guys that have to really work to put the weight on, it comes off really easily when they're done, right? Because they had to work to put it on. Um, interestingly, some of that has to do with age and metabolism. You know, I was a guy, um, you know, I guess in college it came on pretty easily. But then I really had to work after my rookie year to go from 300 to like 320 because that's what I felt like I needed to do. But after that, it was actually pretty easy and I had to kind of work to keep it down. I had to work to keep it like at 315. I could naturally be 320 plus. So I had to work to stay in between 310 and 320. And I really have to work now to keep it where I want to be. I'd like to be in the 240s. I'm usually in the 250s. Uh, but I have to really work on that now. Although I say that, and when there's like good food, I just eat a lot of it, and I drink a lot of beer. So my current diet plan is um, I'm trying to be good when it's time to be good, and I'm allowing myself to be bad when it's a, a time to be bad. Um, that's my current diet situation. But uh, it's a good question. What I would say, and I have this argument with college coaches sometimes because at times, there will be an offensive lineman, Jim, who's in high school. He's 6'6", 240, or 6'6", 250, and they won't take him. The guy is just not big enough. And my argument to them is, have you ever had a guy not play because he didn't weigh enough? And it never happens. Like, they always get the guy to the weight that they want him to be at. And if he doesn't play, it's usually because of either technique or – um something else it's not it's not because he didn't weigh enough I, I think that that's now the flip side would be well why do we even want to take that chance if we already have this other kid we think is just as good as 290 and that's a fair argument I think but in my experience usually the guy that's 250 255 in high school he's probably more athletic and probably will carry the 290 300 better the guys that are already 290 300 in high school um, not all of them, but some of them, you know, that's pretty heavy for, for a 15, 16-year-old. And I think that just adds to the difficulty in bringing in offensive linemen recruits. Do you go for the size guy or someone smaller who has to put on the weight? I would assume that makes it a little tougher judging them. All right, the next question is from Jimmy in Forest City, and I'm going to preface this with Ross. Remember a couple of weeks ago we said we're running a little low on questions, and you said give me your questions, come on, whatever you want, football recruiting. You could ask me what makes me cry at night. Do you recall that? 
I don't remember what makes me cry at night, but okay. Well, Jimmy remembered you saying that. So Jimmy says, Ross, do you cry during movies? What is your all-time favorite sports movie? And did you ever think of getting into the movies yourself? Jimmy thinks you would be great. Wow. What an interesting – is this you, Jimmy? Are you calling yourself Jimmy nope, on this, this question? Is, this, is, this is Forest City, Jimmy. By the way, this Jimmy, by the way, we found out after the fact – He's actually friends with my college roommate. These guys are nuclear engineers, Ross. So, oh my th- these gosh. guys, yeah, they're, they're well beyond us as far as the, you know, on the intellectual side. But anyway, are, are so, so movies? Um, and do any of these movies make you cry? So, a couple things. First of all, I am not afraid to cry, I'm not afraid to get emotional. I think that. It's silly. People that think that like men shouldn't cry or whatever, or it's like, I don't know if they think it's a lack of toughness or a sign of weakness. Give me a break, bro. Like, uh, like uh, let I'll meet you anywhere. You don't cry. I'll cry. Then I'll beat you up. And then what happens? You know, like, like I don't, I don't get it. You know what I mean? (laughs) Um, I, I never understood that. So I, I embrace every human emotion because I think they're all great. You know, it's like the Jim Valvano. You know, if you laugh, you cry, you tell somebody you love, like that, that's a heck of a day. Um, so, like, I, uh, I can get emotional um, with something my daughters will do or even just talking with my daughters sometimes or putting them to bed. Uh, not that often. I mean, it's not like I'm, like, crying every night, but sometimes if I see that my daughters do something impressive – um, I have gotten emotional a couple times, like when I watch a movie, um, like Rudy, if we're talking sports movie, Rudy, cause I, I, um, I was reared Catholic and so Penn State was my number one team, but Notre Dame was my number two team. I think I told you before, Jim, I would, I went to three straight times when Penn State played at Notre Dame and each time I thought, I don't care who wins, whatever. And I like both teams. And then the all-whites ran out of the locker room, and I said, the heck with that. Let's go, Penn State. Let's kill them. Like, so, but I like Notre Dame because my dad and my grandma, everybody, very, very Catholic. My uncle went to Notre Dame. My other uncles went to Villanova, the whole Catholic uh, Catholic mafia deal or whatever they call it. Um, so uh, Rudy is emotional for me. Um, I like – Movies like that. I like romantic comedies. I do not like like horror movies. I just don't like stress. I like to feel positive. I like to laugh and smile. And you know what, Jim? At the end of the movie, I want the guy and girl to get together and live happily ever after. What's so wrong with that, Jim? What's so wrong with that? I want them to live happily ever after. <laughs> Nothing wrong with a happy ending, Ross. All right, let's get to Matt in Twinsburg, Ohio. Matt has two questions, so I'm going to give them both to you. Uh, they're talking about upgrading Penn State's uh, Beaver Stadium. He wants to know if they could upgrade the food. If you could bring one food item to Beaver Stadium menu, what would it be? And his football-related question is, I've heard both criticism and praise for uh, Coach Troutwine, how much can the offensive line coach realistically improve an individual player or the position group? 
Penn State has the best food of any college stadium I've ever been to, Beaver Stadium, and it's probably top five of any stadium I've been to. Penn State's now. Food are you is talking awesome. about in the press in the press box? Yeah, press box. Yeah, okay, yeah. How about he? I think he's oh, talking, he wasn't about, talking the about the general public. Yeah, I think he was just oh, talking about us talking normal about people who want yeah. food. What should they bring in? Um, ooh, that's a good question. Um, well, they, 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 ha- they have like ice cream from the creamery, right? They already have that. I don't yes. know. I haven't been to yeah. a game in the stadium to even know what they have or don't have. Uh, you got to have ice cream from the, the creamery. That's a no-brainer for me. Um, I kind of like um, – I kind of like pulled pork sandwiches, maybe. Who wouldn't like that? Okay, Ross, we're going to have to cut that question short. We're out of time. Thank you, Ross. Quarter number four is coming up. Attention, Penn State alumni. Trustees Ted Brown, Bill Oldsey, and Barbara Duran need your support. Your alumni trustees have fought to debunk the free report and to honor Joe and Sue Paterno. And they led the charge on an unprecedented tuition freeze, saving students and their families thousands. Independent leadership for a better Penn State. Vote to re-elect alumni trustees Ted Brown, Bill Oldsey, and Barbara Duran. Voting begins Sunday, April 10th. Request your ballot at trustees.psu.edu. There's nothing better than following your favorite team on the road. Thanks to Collegiate Athletic Travel, you can get your chance this fall as the Nittany Lions fly south to face the Auburn Tigers. Take a non-stop charter flight from Harrisburg. Accommodation included. Not two hours away in Atlanta, but at the team hotel. Transportation to and from the game is also included, as well as a tailgate party at the stadium. Go to athletictravel.com or call 800-788-4414 for all the information.